0: Hey, it's the latest episode of The Ugly Truth today. Paula and I are talking about some memories from our childhood, as well as the recap and our opinions on the Super Bowl, from the ads to the halftime show and the gameplay, all of this, plus some celeb news and ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show.
1: It's another uncensored look at the world around you
0: from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. Our bodies are built for pleasure. Paula. How does a sex life get boring?
1: Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly
0: Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 437. 437 ugly episodes. Ugh!
1: Ugh! You know what? I don't know what's wrong with me. I just can't <laughs> Ug anymore. Ugh. Well. I've lost my Ug. No. Oh, how dare you say that? I know. <laughs> you did not lose your Uggs. I just need it. to just start ugging it. while I'm in the shower because in the shower I sound amazing. But... The
0: acoustics in a
1: shower are so good what is that i i know i've I've read it before but i mean when i'm in the shower i sound fucking Mm. amazing like i should be i should be on the voice
0: paula one time okay i'm gonna say something very embarrassing and i'm gonna let you i'm gonna let everyone hear how embarrassing this is because it's hilarious as well (laughs) did you (laughs) record yourself in the shower (laughs) about 10 years ago when american (laughs) idol was a thing i was singing something in the shower and i went you know what? I think I have a shot. So I recorded myself singing. And I didn't remember I, it. Oh, you know what it was? It was Martina McBride because everyone thinks they can sing Martina McBride, which you can't, by the way. She don't a, tell I,
1: me it was Independence Day. No, oh God. it was
0: Broken Wing. God, that's almost even worse. She loved him like he was. Okay, so I <laughs> sang it. I sang it, and I was like, all right, so I'm going to listen to it. And if it's good, then I'm going to send it this tape or whatever. Legit believed myself. Listened to it and went, oh, my god. What was delete, I deleting? Delete. <laughs> I couldn't delete it fast enough. It was so embarrassing. I said, OK, this is not my journey. I am no singer. I'd have
1: to be a <laughs> duet know. singer, though, because all my songs are duets. I don't harmony. know Harmony. <laughs> it's the harmony. you can You can handle harmonies. But not like Captain and Tenille. like I don't want some creep in a sailor hat playing the freaking piano or something like that. No. And she was strange: Did Tony: one more time?
0: Once was <laughs> never known. Any, any duo that sings about muskrats having sex is someone I don't want to be. every song sounded like
1: they were having sex in their bedroom
0: they were that unusual couple from the 70s that you know everyone has that couple when we when we were little there was always that one free childless couple who was very open about how sexual they were and that's them for sure
1: and then they were divorced in five years because he was cheating
0: Oh, when Rob, you know, when Rob is feeling sexual, you know, it's such a, it's an orgasmic experience. It's a whole night of pleasure. We really enjoy ourselves. We went to the beach last weekend and we just... You know, it
1: was so beautiful. We made love behind the rocks. We made love
0: everywhere. And they do make love. There's no fucking going on. It is making love. Oh, you did not make love. You were
1: leaning on a, over. <laughs> you were bent over on a rock. And he did you doggy style. <laughs> There's nothing making the love about meets. that. His pants were around his ankles. And your
0: skirt was hiked up. It was the best 90 seconds of our lives. And you did it as fast
1: as you could. Because you saw kids playing with a ball down the beach. And you were afraid they were going to kick it in your direction.
0: And they always have that throaty, and you know, and the husband's always like smirking and quietly going, "Mm mm-hmm, that's right, honey, that's right, it was really beautiful.
1: And he's got some creepy goatee that's like salt and pepper.
0: Right, and his hair's just a little too long for selling insurance. It's kind of thinned, but feathered, (laughs) so it looks fuller. We really loved each other that weekend. It was beautiful. He's wearing a sweater. Right? Wrapped around his shoulders. (laughs) Baby fish mouth? (laughs) In what world is baby fish mouth a thing? Baby talk.
1: What's Baby, baby talk? talk? Oh, but Baby Fish Mouth is sweeping the sweeping nation. Sweeping the nation, yes. <laughs> we watched that the other day. That movie was I was really fun. just telling Victor I want to watch that movie because I just, <sighs> I get a hankering for it every now and then. Who's the dog, Harry? Who's the dog? I'm the dog. I am the dog. Because I said something about the movie, um... I was I said it to Ryan and I'm like, have you seen that movie yet? And Victor's just like, Paul, it's rated R. I'm like, oh, I guess
0: not. And so well, because she says the F word once or a couple of times. They say the F word. I, think I don't remember right. what it is, but I yeah, says... because he goes, are you telling me that Mr. Zero knew about your divorce before you did? He goes, Mr. Zero knew. He goes, you know, <laughs> it, adultery, infidelity is a symptom of something larger. He goes, well, you know what? That symptom's fucking my wife. <laughs> oh. And then there's
1: the orgasm scene, which you we'd have to fast forward through that. And so, oh God,
0: yes, because he's so tender at the age of fourteen. Jamie, but I get it. I just I would. Ha- <laughs> well,
1: he's not that tender because I sent him 162 slogans of uh, condom slogans because I said mm. if you think she's spunky, wrap your monkey. And so I said that to him. He laughed for five minutes. He thought it was the funniest thing he'd ever heard.
0: You're so weird about what you protect him from, and yet not it's so strange
1: (laughs) well that is I guess if
0: it's funny I guess it's fine but if it's serious then it's like well it's
1: funny but inadvertently it's also a lesson it's educational
0: yeah you're right you're right I'm planting the seed in his mind the importance of safe sex I agree I think that I use humor for many things And I think that's a good thing. Um, Okay, so speaking of interestingly, so I went to visit our mom last week because it had been a while and Mm -hmm. I promised her since I'm the one that lives the closest that I would try to at least call once a week since, you know, post ICU surgery and all that stuff. Anyway, what was funny is, okay, so our stepdad was there and he was working in his office. Now, he eavesdrops. I know he does. Of course he does. He wants to make sure we're not talking shit about him. Well, one time he caught me and mom talking shit about him, which was so hilarious. That's what was so hilarious. This wasn't that long ago. (laughs) And mom's all, anyway, (laughs) it was so funny. Anyway, so we were sitting there and she goes, just like overboard. This is why it made me laugh and wanted to tell you about this specific part. She goes, tell me something nice, something good and pleasant about when we had a good time together as a family. (laughs) She really she really wanted to hear something good because we have so many negative memories. And I remember everything like I don't have I have like the almost a photographic memory of my life from age three until yesterday. And so I said, I don't want to tell you. And she goes, why? And I said, because they were before you were married and before you found God. (laughs) Like it was a time. And she's like, well, tell me anyway. And I said, all right, fine. And I said, uh, it was just the four of us and well, five, I guess the five of us, you had not found God again. And it was like the golden Renaissance period, you know, everything, every day was a good day. She was employed and and making a ton of money for a single mom. We were going to Disneyland. We had friends. It was like a party, you know, it was a really good time in our lives. And I said, and then you got married. And, yeah. and then about without fail, within five minutes, Paul's like, I'm going to go lay down for a minute. <laughs> he goes to lay down. And I was like, sorry, I'm not sorry. But I mean, it's like I told her the truth and she was like laughing and she thought it was so funny. And then she goes, remember when we found Taffy? <laughs> and I said, yes, I do remember when we found our dog who had been missing our childhood mm-hmm. dog forever. Yeah, mom, that was like 1977. No, it wasn't. That was like 40 years ago, mom. (laughs) No, it was when Taffy got lost. And then we pulled, we were pulling into where she lives now. And on that corner street, our, our long lost childhood dog who had been missing for like four years was in the front yard in this overgrown grass front yard. And she pulled over and opened the door and yelled Taffy. And she looked up at us and ran to the car. Do you not remember that? Jamie, I don't think that was
1: at the house she lives at now.
0: It was. So she picked. we picked her up, took her to the vet, got her all cleaned up, and then dad took her because we had Ebo. We had our other dog, Ebony, at the time, and we really couldn't have three dogs because we had Ebo, Sasha, and then now we had Taffy, and dad didn't have any dogs, and mm-hmm. he wanted Taffy. So he took Taffy, and that's when he moved up to, uh, not Rough and Ready, but the one before that, Penn Valley. Yeah. And... When I was pregnant with Tyler, I went up to see our dad for the first time after I found out and our dog Taffy, who was a little cockapoo that we got when we were all little in the late 70s. She had this habit of chasing us every time we went to school. (laughs) And so we couldn't ride our bikes to school because our dog would literally chase us all the way to school. So we had to start driving to school (laughs) so the dog would turn around and get tired and and go back home. And every time we tried anything, the dog found a way to escape the backyard and chase us. And then she'd run back. So we were leaving to go to dinner up where our dad lived and Taffy, as per usual, chased the, the car and when we got back from dinner, she was sleeping by the mailbox because she mm-hmm. couldn't get back into the house or whatever. Well,
1: the the driveway was really steep. So it was very when steep. she ran
0: up the hill. I mean, that was that was a lot <laughs> yeah. for her. Yeah. And she was 22. Yeah. So we pull in and dad goes, oh, no. And I was like, what? And I look and he's like, don't look, don't look. And I said, what? And I look and she was obviously had died. Mm-hmm. But she looked like she was sleeping. It wasn't like she got hit mm-hmm. by a car or anything and it was it was it was one of the two times i've ever seen our dad cry yeah was the first one was when our family friend's son passed away from cancer yeah when he was 12 and then the other one was when taffy died and he had to dig a hole for the dog under the deck it was rough i think
1: that's that's where my baby blanket went oh
0: (laughs) god really yeah
1: wow that sucks oh it doesn't surprise me I'm just glad mom asked you for a good memory. Because if she had asked me, I'd be like, fuck if I know.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So it was a weird, nostalgic. She just wanted some good memories that she couldn't remember, which I thought was very nice. Because, you know, usually she wants to rehash therapy. And I just, you know, it gets tiresome. So it was nice. It was was a good visit. And so I just wanted to let everyone know. Because I know we've talked about her so much now. It's like, I feel like I have to. At least let everybody know she's fine. You know, everything's great. She's feeling good. And she wants happy memories, which I thought was, that's new and nice. Well, good for her. (laughs) Yes, good for her. But it was funny how she remembered the dog of all things, which was really funny. And no, she doesn't have dementia or Alzheimer's. She's just, you know, just like, you know, you don't have a very good memory either. I wish I had a lot worse one, but. Uh, Yeah, well, sometimes I do too. She goes, she even said she goes, I sometimes feel sorry for you because you remember everything. And I said, you know what? I'd rather remember everything than forget everything personally. But that's just me. Anyway, so speaking of memories, last weekend was the Super Bowl. And there was some ads that I thought were really well done and a lot of shitty ads, in my opinion. I don't know how you felt about the ads. This
1: whole Super Bowl, for me, I just thought was kind of like a buzzkill. I don't know. I just Not a buzzkill, but... I didn't find it to be like as glorious as other Super Bowls. Like it was just kind of like, meh,
0: you know? Right. Well, the actual game was not exciting until the last five minutes. Yeah, the last five minutes was in- incre- incredible. I I
1: just thought it was kind of lackluster the game itself right. and the commercials. There was only yeah. a few that I liked. The rest of them, I just I was just like, way to you know really try and polish the turd. I mean, it just yeah.
0: Well, I thought the Jason Momoa ad was hilarious. That
1: was by far my favorite it was so funny that we watched that one. well we watched that one and then we watched it again on youtube because we just thought it was so freaking funny it
0: was well when he when he took off the muscles on his arms i lost it i laughed <laughs> so hard I'm like, I'm like what is happening right now and then when he took off his hair at the end ryan likes the one where he's
1: he was trying to bench press the bar and she's like you got it you got it honey go <laughs>
0: and he's like i can't take it take it and she's like all right all right i got she it she grabs it with one hand I, I know yeah that was really funny um and then of course the one that everyone i mean maybe maybe you didn't because you're dead inside but i actually got very emotional with the google one. one <laughs> oh the loretta yes with loretta and he's like help me remember blah 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 oh my god
1: paula okay, i didn't cry but it was it was touching extremely
0: touching <sighs> Daryl and I were watching it for the very first time. It came out. I'm like, I hear the old man voice, and I go, uh, you know, Google, help me remember, blah blah blah. And I went, I see where this is going, and I'm already down a dark hole, waiting for the end. And it was like, come on, it was sad to me and sweet. And then the whole, okay, I don't get the
1: Mister Baby Nut Peanut thing. Dumb, so dumb. What was with the
0: dolphin sounds? I, I, I don't know. Because um, it was like. And I'm like, what is that? Anybody who grew up in the 70s and 80s knows that's Flipper. So I don't know what this is. Like, you think there's a whole generation that simply doesn't know that Flipper existed and that this is the dolphin sound? Or did anybody not watch the uh, Jim Carrey movie where the dolphin from the Miami Dolphins needs to be saved? That's the voice. But I was thinking, I'm like, do you think they're trying to
1: copy Groot from like Guardians of the Galaxy by like reborn,
0: like having a baby peanut reborn and like growing up or? Yes. Well, to me, it, it opens up a whole new line of advertising campaigns. There's a, there's the baby nut. Then there'll be the teenage nut. The teen the whole nut. Thing. <laughs> Paula, whoever thought that that was a good idea didn't hear themselves talk. okay
1: but you know what it is a good idea because everyone's going to be talking about you know all the hashtag nuts that you can do at some point it's going
0: to get really uncomfortable i just don't know when but it'll be interesting i thought i'm like look there's only one there's only one adorable baby right now and it's baby yoda baby groots a cute but he's already a teenager in the movies so yeah. that's over it's baby yoda and Enough with the baby. There's only one king of the babies, and it's baby Yoda. And that's it. So stop. But you know what? It It doesn't
1: make me want to eat peanuts fuck no and the jason momoa one i had to rewind it because ryan and i like okay wait who was it what was he (laughs) it was
0: rocket mortgage it was rocket mortgage yeah and i'm just Mm -hmm. like what the
1: heck is a rocket
0: mortgage and so it's a
1: mortgage company yeah but i mean i wouldn't that was one of those commercials where you're just like wait what was he promoting you
0: know yeah so i was a little disappointed no woodchucks from geico i didn't see any clydesdales did you Okay, so I tweeted, it was in the third quarter of the game, and I tweeted and I said, where's the Budweiser commercial? And Budweiser replied to me and said, it's on its way. And I went, okay, great. So about 10 minutes later, the Budweiser commercial airs. It was like 30 or 40 seconds, no horses. It was about typical American, which I loved, but it was not nearly what they normally do. And I was really disappointed, super disappointed. I mean, I
1: always look forward to the Clydesdale, the snow with, you know, usually it's like a little kid or, you know, some animal. I don't know.
0: Yeah, they usually use their platform because they're, they're like the OG of Super Bowl commercials. You know, they could have used Cowboy Cerrone this year because he's so They big. could have used anything for Typical American and then incorporated that with the whole Americana of, of Typical Americans. And it would have been beautiful. I'm almost inclined to go to YouTube and see if there's an extended version because i was really disappointed and i'm never disappointed with commercials to that level where i go maybe there's a better version online like i really look forward to the budweiser one which is weird but it's like you know hey everybody watches the super bowl for different reasons right? okay
1: there was one more but i don't know what they were selling it was what? um little nos and sam elliott where oh. they had like the little dance off and his uh, little mustache yeah. yes <laughs> that was kind of yes. cute but I, oh, I was it was it Doritos or something? I have no idea. Oh, that wait dude? he was eating something at the end. You're right. I think it was Doritos. I can't yes. remember. But well, okay. <laughs> here's my problem. I was sitting there watching, you know, at a very time it cut to a commercial break, I'm like, all right, here we go. Mm. And if it did not happen, there was a fucking, political ad and i'm like oh my god i'm like what the actual fuck is this i'm yes. like go away <laughs> i'm like i just want four <laughs> shitty hours to myself without your garbage i and agree i think there were three total there were says. yes there were three and mm-hmm. i'm just yep. like i
0: cannot believe they shouldn't even allow that like the three the three billionaires basically bought ad space for the Super Bowl and I was so like I'm like you know what if I had any influence at all I would make all of you lose tomorrow all of you you're terrible for ruining this for us but along with that though I'm a little wondering if you and I are completely on differing opinions on the halftime show so I'm okay. kind of curious I don't want to talk about it forever but I yeah, do yeah. but I do want to know now I will say that I loved it Okay. And I know for some reason the show was considered really divisive. And there was one point I was watching it because I'm not watching it in a sexualized manner. I'm watching it as entertainment. I'm watching it as two artists that I absolutely love. I, you know how I feel about Jennifer Lopez. I've yeah. loved her since U turn, which was 30 years ago, it seems. And obviously selena and all the way up i've seen every single one of her movies i've i have all of her albums i just really like her because she works so goddamn hard and she's reaping the benefits not to mention she's older than me and Mm -hmm. looks better than my daughter Who's 24. (laughs) She's amazing. And so and Shakira, I've always felt got a raw end of the deal. I know she's internationally beloved, but in the United States, she had her blip and then she kind of moved on. I think she should have been way more popular in the United States anyway. So I wasn't watching it in a sexualized way. I was watching it like we had Demi Lovato and now we have these two gorgeous Latin women. It's like it was well, our people just took over and it was beautiful to me. I loved it. I did start laughing at one point during, uh, it must've been, I don't know which one it was, which, which Shakira or JLo, but I did start laughing because they started doing the open eagle dancing and I started laughing my ass off and I said, I cannot wait to hear Paula <laughs> talk about this thing that people do at the Super Bowl halftime show where they spread their legs. The Beyonce thing. I know. The Beyonce thing. And I said, and and in JLo's outfit almost even looked identical to what Beyonce wore when she did it. And I have a theory, but I, okay, but anyway, but I'm curious what you thought about the halftime show. Okay. So I personally thought Shakira killed it.
1: Like I, oh yeah. And, and what I loved, I think the most is she just makes it look so effortless. Yes. And I, I love the fact that her dancers and her are uniform. So Mm -hmm. she doesn't necessarily stand out on her own other than if she's singing but when they're dancing, they're all dancing together. And yes. so I like that. I, I yeah. like that she doesn't like overly promote herself. Sure. And so I think that looks good. And the other thing too is she didn't even look tired, you know? Like no. Like well,
0: she's she's forty three.
1: Yes. So that's a lot younger. But I mean, she, you know, and well, and she's a professional dancer, too. Um, mm-hmm. Well, so is Jennifer Lopez. And well, Jennifer Lopez is 50, but. Uh, 51. Yes. Oh, 51. I, I just really liked the way she did her thing. And she just yeah. she just always looks genuinely happy to be doing what she does. You know, I will
0: agree. With, I will agree with you that I thought that Shakira was way more uh, relaxed in her performance, she looked like she was having a lot of fun.
1: Now, as far as Jennifer Lopez goes, obviously she's into, you know, working the pole because of her movie. So her first outfit, I was just like, okay, yeah, that's cool. You know, the black leather thing. And then she turned around and she was doing something. And I'm just like, does she have like silver on her ass? I'm like, what is that? Yes. You know? Yes. And of course, you know, it was high. And so I'm like, oh, she looks like one of those pit bull dancers where their ass is hanging out, you know, mm-hmm. which I just can't stand. Cause I just sure. think it looks tacky, but, okay. um, and then she lost the outfit and, um, and then I was just like, what in the hell? And the other thing too, is I think her hair was over inflated. Like she had too many extensions
0: in there. Somebody mentioned her hair being perfection, but I agreed that her hair seemed to be a standout. I even, I started even noticing it. Like I was watching her hair going, wow, her hair is so big. It looked really heavy. It did look heavy. So I think she had too
1: many extensions. She was trying to push a lot of dance into Mm -hmm. the performance. Yes. and, And her dancers weren't even dancing as hard as she was. Because yeah. she pushed you know solo stuff on her while she was trying to sing and she sh- she kind of started to look a little haggard, you know like um like she
0: was tired. I do agree that she started to look like this was a lot of work <laughs> right but but her face her her intensity, I have seen many of her live performances and stuff and it's that it's just like this anger like I'm killing it right now, motherfuckers. It's like this really like intent. angry eyes is not the word but it's like this different face like she's really focused on what she's doing and she's like in it and not to mention the adrenaline that must go through one's body when you're performing on one of the biggest stages of the of the planet i mean that's a lot of pressure probably know, out of the -the over-the-top criticism and you're not doing this like i said the Mm -hmm. -the over-the-top criticism of It being too sexy and that it was inappropriate because of who they were and how old they are and that it was, you know, this is a family show and all this stuff. And I'm like, can't we just, you know, for God forbid we celebrate two women who have been working since they were 18 years old to do what they love the most. And that for some people, this would be like the pinnacle celebrating everything they've worked so hard for. All here in eight minutes. Like, to me, that's really cool. And I thought it was really great that J-Lo brought her daughter on, who, by the way, her father is Mark Anthony. The child has a voice. Yeah. It's great. I loved it. But I, I have been reading so many people going, oh, I just shut it off. I was so offended by that. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, What? clutch your pearls somewhere else like what the
1: fuck (laughs) well I mean we know the nation is is very conservative right now I mean that's no surprise so yes
0: I just I just wish that we could celebrate women working their asses off being able to afford to have hair that's too heavy or to have have Versace designed all of their clothes Or whatever. There's a reason they are entitled to that. They worked really hard for that. Well, and not just that, but I mean, yeah, women
1: are, you know, they can work hard and and do whatever they want. But some people, you know, may not think that that's how it should be celebrated because they might think it's a little slutty. Speaking of (laughs) the open leg dancing, you did (laughs) notice it, correct? Uh, You know what? There was so much going on with her performance.
0: (laughs) I just... Right. I, well I, Shakira did it too sh- maybe I, I she don't, did and I figured out this is my this is my thought on it they do that because it's over it's over the top movement so that people way up in the rafters can see what's happening because they apparently which I did not realize there were no LG screens up so people far away could see okay Beyonce does it in her videos Jamie I know. There's not, we're not talking about Beyonce. I just meant this specific show because it happens for everybody, even Lady Gaga, even Bruno Mars. Everyone did it. And I'm like, oh, this must be something so that it's like over the top movements so that people above can see if there's no screens or even if there are just so that you can see what they're doing. And just like Broadway or any of those other shows where they have to like overact or over sing or, you know, really boisterously so that you can actually get an idea. Just like when you and I talk in a mic, if we talk the way we normally do, we would sound half asleep. Like you have to project a little bit more. And I'm just wondering if that's why they did it. Could be. Oh, I will say uh, on that note, (laughs) okay, so I I immediately knew why there was a poll. I immediately knew because she, you know, she should have been apparently I didn't see the movie, but she did get some accolades for her role in Hustlers. Mm-hmm. And that's about pole dancers and women empowerment and stuff. And so I I knew immediately why there was a poll there. Um, but the shit she was doing, I just have to remind you. I went to LA for a birthday party a few years ago and she wanted to do a pole dancing class with her, with the women that she invited to come down and hang out with her Mm -hmm. for her birthday weekend. So I took a pole dancing class and it is incredibly difficult. Like, I looked ridiculous. And I'm pretty coordinated, Mm -hmm. but not when it comes to that. It is so ridiculously hard. Like, you have to have a core. (laughs) You have to have a core. Okay, I also
1: took the pole dancing class. But you have to figure, before she did this movie, she probably was trained by, like, the top pole dancing stars. Like, they actually have pole dancing competitions. And she was probably trained by them for, like, six months straight.
0: I know, but still, I'm just saying that... If someone And when she was flipped around, she had people holding her. She did. I did notice that. And so she could pretend to sing. It, it was just funny because when I'm watching going, what she's doing, and you're right. You know, you're right. She, of course, had training for this movie. But that's not, my, that's not my point. My point is, is that pole dancing is not as easy as it looks. That is one of those skills that you think you can do because you used to play on the bars at school. And then you have to literally hold yourself up around with your ankles it isn't easy. It is so, and it's uncoordinating. Do you remember how uncoordinated you felt? Well, yes. I felt so uncoordinated. And the more I think
1: about it, it's just like, here you have like a great moment. You're, you know, the Super Bowl halftime show with two Latina women. And what do you choose to do? We're like next to nothing, but, you know, <sighs> tinfoil covering your parts and, okay. and and dance on a pole. Okay. Okay. All right, Mrs. Beaver. No, that's not Mrs. Beaver. She was Mrs. (laughs) Beaver.
0: I mean, come on. I know. right so moving on let's do some celeb news now i noticed that you saw the news uh, now by the way we're recording this on world cancer day which is supposed to celebrate the technology and the advancement in cancer treatment which is true there's a lot of cancers now that are treated and go people go into remission and they never look back and they live a very long life and it's amazing and i'm so glad we're living in that time not before when it was a death sentence no matter what Um, I woke up this morning to read that one of my most favorite teenage uh, actresses, Shannon Doherty, has had a recurrence. She's in stage four breast cancer and it's terminal. Oh, it is terminal. It is. And I'm devastated. She went on to Good Morning America this morning to announce it. And when she was filming the 90210 reboot, which I actually enjoyed quite a bit, she had it then. Mm. And Brian Austin Green was the only one that knew at the time because they're really close in real life. It's weird. Yeah. So now she has it. She goes, the hardest part was telling my mom. And I was like, I almost started crying when I read it because I was like, and then she said, you know, you sit there and you get scared and you go, why me? And then ultimately, because she's a little hippie dippy and she's like, well, why not me? Why does, does anyone deserve to have a recurrence of terminal cancer? No, no one deserves it, you know? Some people's opinions may disagree when it comes to certain other people in the world. But in yeah. general, nobody wishes cancer on someone they don't know or, you know, whatever. So I don't know how long she has. I She's like, I'm just going to live my life. And, you know, I'm still alive. You know, I'm still doing what I'm doing. But I she just really wants wanted to be the one. And I'm so sad. I'm yeah. so sad for her, but she's got a really good attitude. And for that, I think it's great. She's been really, you know, badass about it. Well, gosh, but I don't know what that means. Like she didn't go into anything, but I don't know what that means for her. So Rush Limbaugh has lung cancer, stage four lung cancer. And Daryl and I were talking it's about stage four. Yes. And Daryl and I were talking about it and I said, isn't it interesting? This is such a test because it's so easy to go Good. Right. Because he's just a terrible you know, he says terrible things and he has said terrible things about other people who didn't deserve it. Like Michael J. Fox, for example. Yeah. He made fun of Michael J. Fox physically and, you know, accused him of not taking his medication so that his symptoms would be worse when he's asking for money for his foundation, which is absolutely below the belt. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people are happy that he has cancer. And I'm like, (sighs) I get karma. But I don't think I can sleep at night being glad that this guy has cancer because it feels dirty. I know a lot of people don't agree with that. But I I really struggle with being glad that this person I don't even know is, yeah, is struggling. Yeah, if it was
1: someone I knew and I genuinely hated, I could definitely sleep good at night knowing oh, that too. they were about to die. Yeah.
0: Me too. I you know, got a
1: painful death and they were going to like drown in their own fluid. I could totally be okay with that. You
0: and I have a short list yeah. for sure. And if any of those people on my list suffer, I'm good. I'm happy with it. I'm great. I'd like to watch. Yeah. Sell me a ticket. I'll pay your copay today. Let's go. But it's not, th- not someone I don't know. And, you know, my biggest thing really is how fortunate he is that he's amassed so much wealth that he can afford to buy himself some time. Whereas average people don't have that luxury. And wouldn't it be nice if everybody had the luxury that he did and it just didn't require money? You know, You know, it's funny. I
1: was, I talking to you or was I talking to someone else where I said, you know, you can have all the money in the world, but there's just some things you can't buy. You and I talked about yeah, it. Yeah. And yes, so it's just it's like true. these celebrities or these rich people, you know, they can have you know, millions, billions of dollars, but there's just some things that they can't purchase. Like, you know, if, if they have terminal
0: cancer, they're just going to have terminal cancer and they can't buy their life back. And those, and for those who don't uh, worship at the altar of money, hopefully already recognize that, but there are those who think money can get them out of anything and they can for a lot of stuff, but not your health. It's just not possible. So uh-huh. don't live, don't live like that. You know,
1: there may be people out there that I don't like, you know, maybe I don't like the things that Rush Limbaugh says, but you know, everybody's, you know, free to their own opinion. I don't have to listen to it, but that's right. I most certainly wouldn't, you know, wish, you know, disease or ill upon someone no. because of the things that they say.
0: No, because there are people on this world who hate what we say.
1: Sure. You know, we think they
0: th- they think that we're crass or unladylike or blue or whatever you want to say, and it's like I would never, you know. And it's like, well, that's fine. And guess what? You don't have to download the show. That's great. Yeah. But th- it's the same thing with him. I stopped blue- I I mean, he's from Sacramento, and so I do recall him. And he didn't always sound like this. He did change his tune as we got closer to where we are now politically, but he was a conservative forever but but california used to be real conservative so it's not like it's a surprise but yeah so i i do i always think of his wife his children you know his friends who know him differently you know that's just me and i know that there's a lot of people who don't give a shit and there's like he's a fucking cancer himself so bye but i don't i don't feel that way and the other thing too is
1: is because he's a ra- radio personality yeah he used to say that he doesn't turn it on a little bit when he's on the radio oh,
0: you know absolutely does and, but he does you know but he, no nobody's yeah yes exactly exactly and then taylor swift's documentary miss americana has come out on netflix i have not had a chance to watch it um my daughters have and they really enjoyed it is that where she talks about her mother's brain tumor yes but she's also talking about how she's trying to reprogram herself because she relied too much on the approval of others including her audience and so um i'm curious because it feels like she's constantly saying that about herself <laughs> like have we have we come to an end game on that or have you finally realized that you're not the center of everyone's universe well you I don't know, know i mean sh- i think she
1: was an i think she was an only child oh yeah and uh, I think no uh- I don't know. I thought she had a brother, but maybe I'm wrong. I th- I thought she was an only child, and she's mm-hmm. been doing this since she was young, like 14. real young. Mm-hmm. And um, and so, and, and it's just not stopped. I mean, it's been right. a runaway train, and what is she, like 30 now?
0: She's going to be 30, and there was a scene where she found out that her album... Um, reputation which came out a couple of years ago did not receive any grammy noms and she was like pissed yeah she was mad about it and i'm like well see that shouldn't matter it's not about it's not about the awards it's about the art right and so that's what she's trying to convince she's trying to teach herself that it's not about the awards it's about the art and so i mean i appreciate the honesty so i can't wait to watch it really i just haven't had any time right so I am going to watch that. I am curious. And of course, the idea, the fact that she's going to lose her mother just kills me because her mom is like her closest person in her life.
1: Well, I think her mom was her manager.
0: I don't know. Finally, and this is interesting, Pamela Anderson, who's a little bit of a wacky girl, she dated this guy 30 years ago and then they decided to get married. 12 days later, they are no longer. They didn't even file the license yet. So I, so there, are they even legally married then? No. They're not, but they, you know what I hated is they, they forced their adult children to show up to some beachside union and be happy for them. And then before they could even file the license before the ink was even dry, they're like, I don't think so. And she like went to Canada. (laughs) Like she's not even in town. Like she is gone. And I'm like, well, see, this is what happens when you revisit old boyfriends. It's never a good idea. Never. I just don't understand how, you know, it's always strange
1: to me when couples like when they're only married for like a year and a half or something like that. I'm like, how do yeah. you know after that short a period of a time that you <laughs> don't want to do that anymore? Like, like do happened? people just not take <laughs> marriage seriously or do, when it just gets a little bit hard? They're like, eh, I don't want to do this. You know, I don't I, just, know. I don't get it. Or like yeah. Victor and I were talking about like he read something about someone who said that, you know, their sex life and their marriage had gotten boring. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, I never understood that concept. I'm like, how does a sex life get boring? Like let it? I'm just like
0: I, I'm like, I have never ever been bored with well, sex. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I've I've definitely I've never related to that at all. But we're also very highly charged women. Right. There are women who, once they have children, they're just like, I have no use for you anymore. Well, I mean,
1: I can understand a lack of desire, but Mm -hmm. actually just saying, like, you know, I just don't find it fulfilling like that. I don't understand that. I could never understand that. Or if a guy just says, like, I just, you know. Like when we do it, it's just, it's just not pleasurable. I mean, I can't imagine. I could not even (laughs) fathom that. So I'm just like people who say they're bored. I'm like, how
0: can you be bored with one of the funnest things in the world that our human bodies do? Like it's literally the funnest thing humans can do. Especially with someone that you supposedly love. And you don't gotta love them for it to be fun. That's what's so great about our bodies. They're, they're equipped to have fun without the set, without the emotion in a marriage. I know what you're saying, but I mean, my point is, is that our bodies are built for pleasure. Why would you not want to do it? It's so fun. It's like, it's so great. Yeah. Strange. How can you be bored with that? Like, literally, how can you be bored with that? I don't know.
1: And so I'm like, I I think it's just something fictional that people made up but i'm like maybe not because you know it comes up a lot and you know freaking magazines and stuff so i'm like maybe it's real i don't know but
0: i don't think that's pamela anderson's problem i think that she might have other issues i think she has commitment issues because i mean my god she's been
1: married to richie sambora kid rock well i guess that's it right
0: (laughs) i have no idea i don't follow her uh, marital woes but when I read that it didn't even finalize and that they weren't, they were gonna put the a filing of the marriage license on hold, I went, well, what did we learn about revisiting old boyfriends? Can we just learn a lesson from this? Don't go back. There's a reason it didn't work out. Don't try again. It's over. Move forward, lady. So can they, can they just tear
1: it up and, and just let it expire and pretend like they didn't get married?
0: Yep. I think it's six months. In California, She has to go, well, there was a reason 30 years ago I didn't stick with this guy. <laughs> why did I think this would work again? It doesn't. It doesn't. So I'm glad she, I'm glad they didn't work it out. Honestly, I'm glad it didn't work out. I'm glad they're just, they had some weird, strange party with their children and that was the end of it, you know?
1: Well, why not just live together or move in or something
0: like that? I mean, why fucking
1: yeah. get married?
0: I don't know. I always say that Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell are my dream marriage because they're not even married. I love it. Yeah,
1: but some people are like me. They just like being married.
0: As you just say, moving together. But it's a common-law marriage for them now. They've been married for yeah, they been together for 100 years. Why so. give
1: them the whole cow? That's what I'm saying, you know? They
0: have an arrangement, and I respect it. That's the point. I'm not impinging my opinion on anyone.
1: I can't just move in with someone without a certain kind of guarantee. Like, I'd have to have an engagement ring or something.
0: Well, that's you. I'm just, I'm talking about this couple. All right, moving on. It's time to do... Our Hugly and Awkward Moments of the Week. In honor of Super Bowl, we're doing the Sports Edition. Yay, sports! So, because it's football, um, producer Deb had an awkward moment when he was a 14-year-old football player, and I wanted to share it with everybody today because it's a really awkward moment. And so here's, here's his awkward moment. (laughs) He'll laugh when he, I'm sure I didn't get it perfect and he'll probably try to correct every detail that I got wrong, but this is basically what happened. He played Pee Wee football. Mm -hmm. He was the quarterback because he was the only one who could memorize, call, and run the plays (laughs) because he, he was the only one. And he was also the smallest and he was fast. It was a very muddy day and they were playing and he got dogpiled which happens yeah like he got sacked by several but there was like a dog pile and he was at the bottom of the dog pile and he was the tiniest
1: was he like lucas in the movie where when they pulled him up his glasses were crooked and cracked
0: (laughs) i don't think he was that tiny because they're all 14 13 14 year olds but tiny uh it was a muddy day and he was dog piled in the middle of a mud pond the pressure of being laid on he farted so loud (laughs) That the entire pile broke out in hysterical laughter. <laughs> and he was trying to laugh, but he was mortified. But he was also trying not to drown in the mud pool. Well, that's what was I was going to say. I'm like, in a mud was ball. he drowning? Because I mean, yes. that could be scary. If it was yes. me, I'd be like, get off! You're, you're <laughs> killing me! yeah that's pretty much how it went down and so he never they never let him live that down well how did they know it was him i think it was pretty clear from the people who were directly on top of him. i would have blamed it on someone else i'd be like it was schmitty yeah it was him (laughs) i just thought it was really funny oh my
1: gosh Ryan thinks that stuff is so funny. He's like, mom. It is funny. He's like, mom, last night he's like, I went to go fart and I, I I thought it was gonna be quiet. He's all, it was so loud, and I'm like, oh, oh really? God. He's like, he's like, I was laughing so hard. He's all, no one was awake, but I thought it was hilarious.
0: He always, I'm like, well, thank Gross. you for
1: telling me that, son. Thanks for sharing.
0: <laughs> This one was funny. It says, I went up for a layup in a basketball game my senior year of high school. A guy reached for the ball and tried to block me, but ended up pulling my shorts down and off of one of my legs entirely. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to put basketball shorts on over a shoe is hard and ridiculous looking. (laughs) God. So funny. Well, at least he had underwear on instead of just a jock strap. No, those guys wear like the little compression shorts under their shorts and stuff. So I'm sure he was fine, but it probably looked really weird um okay and there's the last one this one was weird to me but it was funny i just thought i'd read it um it's sixth grade i have a cold and i'm playing peewee football in the rain after we finish we're heading to the locker room to get changed and i start feeling lightheaded i walk into the hallway and everything goes blurry and i faint one of the coaches sees me on the ground and freaks out. She calls the other... Co- it was a she. She calls the other coaches over, and one of them says, I don't think he's breathing, and unbuttons my pants and starts to pull them off. The other players start coming out of the locker room, who are now witnessing me hyperventilating while a coach is trying to yank off my pants. Wait, wh- <laughs> and I'm like, what is that going
1: to do? Why would you take off your pants? That reminds me of the doctor in Scrubs, where... He's not a main doctor, but they're just like, um, every time someone goes to see him, they're just like, hi, doctor, I think I have conjunctivitis in my eye. He's like, all right, go in the room and take off your pants. And he just, (laughs) yeah, exactly. no matter what
0: it is, he tells everybody to take off their pants. That's weird. So I'm like, why would you, but can you imagine coming to and someone going, I don't think he's breathing, and they start unbuttoning your pants? It's like, what do you you think is going to (laughs) happen? Well, I passed out in PE once. Did I ever tell
1: you that? (gasps) You did? Yes. You didn't tell me this. So I had first period PE and um i i um usually just drink coffee in the morning and right. um but you know i'm terribly hypoglycemic and yes. so we were running this relay race and um it was like just this huge long run and it was like you know 20 minutes solid and i started to feel like really winded like my chest started hurting and I kind of felt lightheaded and I started to feel really nauseous. And so I went and sat on the bench and I'm just like, you got to take over for me. I can't do this anymore. And so, um, I was sitting there and I just, I just was not feeling good. So we were walking back to, and I'm like, well, maybe a slow walk will like calm me down. And, right. um, so we were walking back to the lockers room. And then as soon as we got in the locker room, I opened my locker and my friend was talking to me and she's like, Are you all right? And I just I barely heard her say, Are you all right? (gasps) Oh my god. And then all of a sudden I just like collapsed to the floor. But I didn't black out entirely. I just remember laying on the floor looking up at the ceiling and I'm just like, (laughs) Oh no. And then the next thing I knew, the two gym teachers, they had me laying in the hallway or like the walkway. Mm One had my head. The other one grabbed my feet and raised them up in the air. <laughs> oh, my so, God. And they're like, what's your name? I'm like, Paula Campos. And they're just like, say oh it gosh. louder. I'm like, Paula Campos. And so I was just like, I was more embarrassed about that because I'm like, I must look like an <laughs> idiot. And oh, so, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Saying your
0: name very loud. My name yeah. is Paula Campos. At least You're I really thought motivated. it was. It
1: seemed loud. And everyone was staring at me. And I'm just like, oh, oh my God. God.
0: That's so embarrassing. It was
1: embarrassing. I'm like, oh. uh. I'm Like, why did I have to do that? <laughs>
0: Oh, God. All right. Well, that's all I have for
1: today. Uh, Yes. So um, like we've mentioned before, Valentine's Day and Galentine's Day is coming up. So, please go to uglytruth.com, click on the Amazon button to get your sweetheart or yourself something fantabulous. And then also go to lipandclip.com and uh, get yourself some skincare. I will be going there today to get some skincare. My face has been kind of dry. No, actually, not dry, wrinkly. My lips are wrinkled. <laughs> I look like I've been smoking for 50 years. I don't know what's going on. So, I'm back to debating on the facelift, but if I can find a skin cream that will help me not think that way, then I'll do that. So, also on our Facebook page, there are links to uh, Girl Scout cookies. If you'd rather just order them online directly and have them shipped to your home rather than be harassed by the Girl Scouts outside your local grocery store, you can do that, and it will help my daughter out because uh, she will get credit for the sale. Well, that's it for us today. Uh, Enjoy the rest of your week, and we will see you on Sunday. Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.